This is exactly right. Forgive me for interrupting. I'm Bridger Weiniger, host of I Said No Gifts on Exactly Right. Each week, I invite my favorite people in comedy over to chat, and they always bring a gift. We're coming up on our 200th episode, and every episode is a gem. I have welcomed all kinds of great guests, including Cola Scola, Bowen Yang, Robbie Hoffman. It goes on and on and on. And you don't want to miss the 200th episode with the great Maria Bamford. What does she bring me? Find out April 25th. New episodes every Thursday. Follow I Said No Gifts wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Barbara Gray, and I'm brave enough to admit I no longer find whimsy in those inflated T-Rex costumes. Thank you. Damn. <laughs> I'm Brandy Posey, and if you've never seen me go through the TSA, you don't know the real me. Ooh. I'm Tess Barker, and straight up, I like wine better than food. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and this is Lady to Lady. <laughs> can you give me a cigarette? Neither can we. Hello! We got Barbara, Brandy, and of course, Big Tess. We got a show for everyone that's the fucking best. Come on, baby. It's time to hang out with your favorite ladies, ladies and ladies, ladies and ladies. Oh, hi. Oh, hey. Oh, the other Kaylin's are pretty sweet. Let's just bring her in. That's perfect. Let's just bring her in. You're saying hey to our producer, but also our guest name is Caitlin Gill. Yes. You have seen her. You've heard her on NPR. That's true. You have read her in the New York Times. That also happened. She's... You wrote. I'll just start using you because you're already here. Yes. You, yeah, wrote, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you wrote for uh, Bobcat Goldweight's Misfits and Monsters on True TV, which is coming this summer. Caitlin Gill. Gill. That's me. You did all that. Yes. So. I did those Hi. things. Good for you. My goodness. Yeah. Um, was good. I did that. Lowered you from the ceiling early. Usually we keep our guests up in the rafters. I like that. Until they... you said, I heard my name and just came out the gate. Yeah. <laughs> I like just it. Assumed. I forget that there are other Caitlins. No, there prepared. are lots of them. Well, and her name's actually Kaylin, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so you said so Kaylin. I yeah, yeah. Listening. But, yeah. If you're, but if you're a Caitlin and you hear a Kaylin, of course. It, yeah, oh, yeah. You just you assume. You fill in the blank. Sure. You just put it there. I have a hard time because, you know, as you you guys know my name is Tess. Uh, mm-hmm. And very standard thing at comedy shows is go test one, two, test one, oh, two, three. Right. So I'm constantly hearing my name. There are two Tesses? Yeah. There are three yeah. Tesses. <laughs> Wait, what? Who are all these Tesses? Yeah, I'm Tess 420. Is a multiple of Tesses just still singular Tess? Or is it Tesses? T? Okay. I didn't know if it was like the deer rules or not. Tessie. Deer, deer. Tessie. Tessie. Tess. Multiple Tess. Testy. <laughs> Testy. That's did my important name. Did that happen to you? As a... Oh, yeah. Junior high rocked it. I mean, I just embraced it. I just, you know, testes and testicles. Okay. Both work. There was a girl who went to my middle school with the last name of Moorhead. Mm-hmm. And I knew we all oh. made fun of her, but it was not for many reasons that I understood why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will admit that I knew it was something kind of gross and sex oriented. <laughs> yes. But I just would wink and nod with that. Yeah, Moorhead. Totally yeah. get it. <laughs> it is weird that head is a word. I don't. Why is that? I guess you're because just it's using your it? head in genitals. You're just using your head. Yeah, you're I mean, I think it head. refers to the head of the thing that you're giving head to. Yeah. Oh, you do. Yeah, I, I mean, it's also it. called dome. You know. Oh. Yeah. oh. But yeah, but do you say giving head if it's like on a vagina? People do. Yeah. Which I got I head like. last night. Yeah. I, I have said that before. 
Okay. I would yeah. consider, but then, I, but I don't think of a head being on a vagina as much as I do on a dick. I'm just well, going to hooded. Yeah, yeah. I, I put the, the, the clit as being the head. Yeah, yeah. the clit. I'd like sure to think head. that that's where my vagina's face is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You could put little googly eyes right there. Oh man, don't think I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> little carrot as a nose, like yeah. a snowman. Looking at you. <laughs> They should sell a little kit. You could put a little wig on it. You could fashion this is the new cubes. Vajazzling or whatever the fuck yeah. that, that trend was. It's an art show waiting to happen. Pussy puppets. Well, <laughs> porn has made dudes really into you just staring at them, mm-hmm. especially while your their unit is in your mouth hole. Mm-hmm. There's uh-huh. that big request of like, look at me, which is right. like, no, I don't. This is not. I don't need to see your face. I know what's happening to just you. Just from an angle standpoint, it's difficult. All I want yes. is googly eyes. Just throw a couple googly eyes on your hip <laughs> feet or where that should be. What? And We'll give those eye contact. But I exactly. no, this is ridiculous. What I'm doing is silly, and I'm not going to look at your serious. No, what, about and putting, I love it. what about putting googly eyes on your forehead so those are looking him in the eye? I, I would like that. that. Yeah. I think that would make everyone happy. I'm in. And yeah. I am the rare individual in a lesbian relationship who still gives a big thumbs up to head. Right. right I like right. giving it. I understand why guys like getting it. I just also think a pair of googly eyes could really shake up the mix. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just fun for everyone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Lighten things up. Yeah. I mean, penises have like a nose-like quality. They certainly do. <laughs> I feel like googly 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 I'm really tired. Googly googly eyes have really not progressed. They've just stayed the same, right? Well, they they don't need to change. I think they knocked it out of the park right out of the gate. But yeah. it's like that's it, just a black pupil and a white yeah, I, it's, it's timeless. Yeah. I don't want them to get more realistic. That would be creepy. <laughs> the last thing I want is like an accurate <laughs> pair of eyes and a sticker. I'm good. It With stops the, being the iris fun is if still they're bouncing. realistic. That's kind of what I'm imagining, though. Like, Your shifty eyes is like stickers. <laughs> Like yeah, you just like pull red. a tab and they. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. the Felix the cat clock. Too often yeah. with technology, we just ask what we can do and not what we should what we do. Should do. Absolutely. Is... And I'm going to say we shouldn't do that. This is no. where we need to draw the line. I also think it probably already does exist. Oh, for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. can't shark tank this. Is what you're telling me. <laughs> I mean, I would like to see you try. <laughs> yeah. Truth. I really. I'm going to get on shark tank someday. Oh, I didn't know this was a goal. I, that sort of is. But I've never even heard you invent anything. You've never mentioned that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not always around when I invent something, Tess. Okay. <laughs> She's keeping them secret because she doesn't want to let the yeah, podcast yeah, listeners yeah. Somebody's going to get the Intellectual patent, property. Yeah, you know? I see. I see. You don't yeah. trust me with your goods. Fair enough. <laughs> no, I don't really Barbara's have has got a notebook at home. Yeah, I don't really have any ideas, but I think I, I want to still get on it. <laughs> You well, think you could do it? That's exact. That's I classic believe. you. <laughs> yeah, I believe in your ability to invent. Well, you know, I was watching Shark Tank the other day, and some women had juice on there. So I feel like you that's can get the thing. on. For you don't anything. have to make a new thing. You no. can just like sort of do your own take on something. What yeah, is the difference between an invention and a, just a good idea? <laughs> Like, where is that line? That's a really good point. I think the patent office. I think you stand in line at the patent office and they're like, no, juice has been done. Yes, exactly. You can put a label on the bottle, but no. But what if we add grapefruit juice and grape juice together? Has that ever happened? Grape and fruit. Yeah, double Mm. grapefruit juice. That sounds good. Mm. I'd drink that. I mean, I would. (laughs) I like grapefruit anything, so I guess I would try it. Yeah. <laughs> God. Convinced. I was at a bar last night and I got a big ass glass of orange juice. Yeah. It was delicious. That sounds good. <laughs> it was so good. We went to tax after picture this and like I they somebody got a beer that was poured out of an orange can and I was like, Is that orange juice? And then I couldn't get orange juice out of my head and I was like, Excuse me, ma'am. One <laughs> big of your, tall glass of OJ. One of your biggest orange juices. Pulp me. Don't give me that little shit. 
I want a big ass <laughs> yeah, adult you glass. Orange juice is a chugging drink. Mm, it's delicious. It does always crack me up when you're not drinking at a bar, so you go up and order something that is not a booze. <laughs> yeah. And they can't, the bartender, and this is understandable, mm-hmm. can't process that request. Right. Yeah. So they reach for like, you know, hey, can I have a Coca-Cola? And they mm-hmm. grab that like chaser glass, the yeah. one that's meant to cleanse your right. mouth of the, of the burning like, no, sensation of the alcohol you've consumed. And yeah. yeah, no, I didn't order the shot. No. I just want the thing that you drink that isn't the shot yeah. in a, in a can like, I have a lot I, of that? Yeah, I, I'm going to be here a while. I need to hold this and still pretend I'm fine. Yeah, so exactly. Can I just have a tall enough <laughs> just drink? It's weird please. that it's uncomfortable not having something in your hand at like a party or a bar. I mean, I was yeah. going to be uncomfortable anyway. I just tell myself <laughs> that it's about not having something in my hand. Yeah. It doesn't help to have nothing in your hand. It certainly doesn't. No. Why it, though? Uh, I don't know. Why did we have to have a mic when we're on stage? Have you ever done a show where the mic's broken? Oh, I hate oh, it. It is boy. weird. It takes me a second. Yeah. I'll, I'll get into it though because I do enjoy just yelling at people yeah so. me too yeah. I think I get more theatrical when I have both of the hands to use because I mm-hmm. feel like I need to like make up for the lack of amplification mm-hmm. I think you know? so too but I very I feel comfortable I like a mic in my hand I end up like clasping my hands together a lot which is nothing that I I've nev- never done that <laughs> in the in the world I've as never a person. seen you do it oh no. as soon as you think about your hands they have no idea what to do they've yeah. never known they no. have they, de- they are clueless <laughs> they, if you're not thinking about them they yeah. live a life on their own they're picking things up putting them down they're in a pocket they're out they're fine as soon as you're like what are my hands doing they're like we don't know we're all i don't know we're grabbing each other now (laughs) i don't know i guess we're rubbing on your leg because we're thinking about it yeah i'm also just yeah you're right i feel like i just every listener is like what are my hands doing right now if you're you're driving whatever you're doing keep them busy Mm -hmm. hey tweet at us lady to lady comedy let us know what your hands are doing right now i mean wait for a moment that's not for you honestly if you're taking a moment for yourself you don't have to tell lady to lady. No. Yeah, yeah. If that's what your hands no, are. No, I to. want all your moments and I want them now. <laughs> cool. I want if your hand. Off, I want your hand to tell moments. lady to lady. One hand is doing a thumbs up, and the other one is just flipping it off. And this oh, okay. is my emotions as a person. <laughs> that is the lost lyric in Alanis Morissette. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I listened to Jack that happens Little right after the other an old night. man turns ninety eight. I'm sorry. Good. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good album. It's such a good album. Yeah. It is. So, I up. fucking love Alanis Morissette so much. She's great. Every couple years, I put on Jagged Little Pill, and I'm like, "It's a fucking." She's not around movie. anymore, huh? Uh, I think she's just living a life. But I mean, yeah. I know that. I just meant. Like, yeah. I think she's alive. Yeah, but she. Yeah, I think she's like Fiona Appling it. I wouldn't be surprised if she. If but she Fiona something. Apple shows. She still kind of does more shit. Yeah, Alanis is a little more off the radar. Mm-hmm. I feel like she, Alanis Morissette always dates really hot men. Yeah. She's had some like hottie boyfriends. I think she's just like living in Venice and getting good dick. Oh, she in Venice? Yeah. I hope so. Really? You got to step up from the goulet. I mean, the only yeah. way to go is up, exactly. I think. Yeah, it's very true. She dated Ryan Reynolds for a long time. I think they, that's what I'm thinking of. They broke up because she didn't want to get married. Oh. And he wow. like wanted to get married and have kids and stuff. And so. he's married now, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Blake Lively. After he dated uh, Scarlett Johansson for a minute and then Blake Lively. They are pretty much the exact same couple as Dax Shepard and uh, fucking Kristen Bell. Yes. Almost the exact. I mean, Very I don't know. Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell are the most boring people what? of all time. I love them. But they're just so boring. I know. This was so cute. I don't need to see your weird vacation pictures. I do. <laughs> they're in love and having fun. I like to see movie stars having fun. Ryan Reynolds did like... <laughs> Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively's Instagrams are very fun. They they troll oh, really? each other a lot. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I've always seen that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they like to troll each other, which it's made me like Blake Lively more. I never really had an opinion. And I was like, oh, you're you're a pretty actress. Yeah. But like it's shown She's her funny. personality in a way that I'm like, oh, you're funny. Okay. Instagram's great for that. Yeah. Chrissy Teigen crushes it on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. She's, She's really so fucking funny. She's so funny. I know. Um, her and John Legend are so cute. 
They're thing? very cute. That's yeah. a thing. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah, they're super like they're married, married okay. and super in love. I, I know three couples. I really don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I Who's to- a famous couple that we can give her one end of, and she can guess the other? Oh. Um, oh, I'm in. The, I'm so bad at this. I can't. Game. Th- no, I can't, I can't think of anything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, you probably know this, Kira Sedgwick. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> Wait, I, I know might know this one. Is that one Kevin Bacon? Yeah. Okay, good. Okay. I'm pretty proud of that one. Yeah. Phew. Nice work. I was thinking um, someone else. I was thinking uh, William H. Macy. Why was I thinking that? Oh, that's that? Felicity. That's Felicity. Uh, Felicity. Oh, yeah. Felicity. Yeah. You know, you know William no, no. H. fucking yeah. Macy? Because, because Colbert had a joke where he their celebrity name was William H. Muffman. Yes. That, <laughs> that was a good. Stuck in my good. head. That is That's good. always stuck in my head. They are a really cute celebrity couple oh. because they are both such good actors that yeah. like they probably were just like playing chess and reading biographies together. <laughs> Do you know who knows celebrity couples really well? Kyle Kinane. Oh, is that right? <laughs> I was at a concert with him the other night and he we were talking about bands and stuff and he was like, you know who um the guy that uh Ashley oh shit. Uh, Ashley Simpson was was with for a long time. And I was like, who are you talking about? And then it was it, it was a guy from Fallout Boy. Yeah. And I was like, Pete how, Vince? how do you know that? And I don't know that. But, and there was like two other, three other people that he like would reference them Weird. by a relationship that they had had. And I was like, look at you reading the magazines. I had no we, idea. We have a shout out to, uh, <laughs> we, we have a video of Kyle from an old show oh my God. where he's, we did a live show. We have a video of him on the toilet saying the word corn dog. Yeah. <laughs> it makes no sense out of context. It makes no sense. Well, we put it on the internet regardless. But it's on the internet. And someone recommented and was like, I wish I was that toilet. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you're listening, um, but hey, man. <gasps> Shout out to you. Yeah. Just want to acknowledge your life. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. What about, oh, there, I don't even know any of these people. I'm trying to think of another. Cel- what about go. Jennifer Aniston? Oh, yeah. She's with, um, uh, he has black hair. Good. Um, Justin. Good. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I would have had to say it in the same voice. I'm like, do, am I naming the Canadian prime minister? Yeah, I know. I or always... am I naming the actor? Yes. I, oh, wait, the prime minister is Justin. Also is that Trudeau? Trudeau. 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 See, Trudeau. I can't, you're right. When you see him next to each other, it's really hard to get one. I mean, give up for Canada for electing a Justin. Yeah, <laughs> give it up to Justin Trudeau for being a good Justin. Yeah, yeah. I know. yeah that's true. He really he oh gets more God. credit. Yeah, it's like Justin's and Dylan's are usually up to no good. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people slightly younger than us are named Dylan because of nine hundred two one zero. Absolutely, one hundred percent. They're all named after that character. They're always spelled differently than that Dylan. It's still that Dylan, though. You know the yeah. influence of that Dylan. <laughs> they tried to bury the lead by spelling it differently, but yeah. it's all but we know. Dylan. Yeah. yeah. I actually scored a really... Shout out to the Buffalo Exchange in Vegas, my favorite store on the planet. It's really great. I fucking love it. I scored a sick... I, I wore it last time we podcasted, actually. Fucking original 90s Dylan 90210 t-shirt. Oh, that's pretty choice. Ooh, right? That's really good. If I'm going to be thrifting, though, I have to be in the center of the country. Uh, my best is like Bloomington, Indiana. Boy. Boise, Idaho. That's Absolutely. where I score huge. I know That's where my body type is just naturally populating the wild. So yeah. I can <laughs> yeah. yeah, trying to do shit here. Oh my god. Every my time kind. I go to Crossroads, I'm like, oh yeah, I'll fight nothing ever. No. Never yeah. nothing has ever fit a boob. Nothing has ever fit a butt. gems in Wyoming. Oh yeah. Oh, That's man. the place to go. Wyoming Some has good oh, stuff. Albuquerque. 
yeah. thrift stores. If I was a deceitful monster, one road trip through the Midwest shopping at like Goodwills and Salvation Armies could fill out my Silver Lake curio shop. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, why truly. is that deceitful? Why is swapping out those seventy five? Because those hardworking ladies this at the is Goodwill again, and Topeka deserve a break too. This is again, the Shark Tank, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like they're that actually actively gentrifying. <laughs> I have already yeah. gentrified enough, but literally buying the clothes of the poor to sell them to the rich is a line I am not yet but willing to cross. Don't, don't you I'd want someone to that. buy? Like they want someone to buy them. Yeah, sure. But what but if like, you use the wear profit? Them. Like the right, reason right, right. a close uh, an item of clothing is at a fucking Salvation Army is yeah. because someone desperately needs that. F- like I see it as like, look at that denim coat. Oh my god, it's lines. Like that yeah, is so yeah. classic retro. Mm-hmm. Somebody else literally sees affordable warmth. Like yeah. I'm not trying right, to, right. you know, under yeah. But also, them. most of those places there they just did, got rid of it. They didn't get money for it. <laughs> No, well, but no, people they, are yeah. charity them. needs it. People are but buying. But it's not like it you today. gave it up because like you got a new coat. It's like you're moving out of some desperate home and don't have room for it in your new hovel. Nothing good. It's like I you're know, not everyone giving away clothes in that stuff situation. To Salvation Army yeah. all the time in Los Angeles. We lead a different <laughs> life. That's true. What if? What if? We do this, but then the, the monetary difference goes to a good cause. Actually, I would dig that. Like, just yeah. send part of there the proceeds go. back to the shop where I was like, hey, I intentionally came in and undercut the value of these items. Like, yeah. I mean, so much more principled than me. Oh, I don't know. That's just one <laughs> aspect of my life that we're exploring. I could be compensating for some other deal. <laughs> Here's what we do. I just figured it out. Hmm. So we do that haul through the bottom of the country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come back to California. And I've been thinking about this for a while. Yeah. Get, get weed here and go sell it to people in drop off a couple ounces in New York, turn over a huge profit because the weed in New York is horrendous. Oh, yeah. Get on a Southwest flight and come home so we go back and forth with weed and vintage clothes. See, now you took a legal idea and made it very illegal. (laughs) That's called drug running. Don't don't take that to Shark Tank. (laughs) You will be arrested. Okay, so we put cocaine into baggies. I swallow them. (laughs) You have had a lot of coffee today. Occurred to me as drug running. That's how legal weed is to me. Yeah, to four white women at a table. We yeah. can talk about this as a cute yeah. business. Otherwise, right. it's like, hey, it's very true. That is very true. Yeah, that is very true. I did one time when I was in high school, I transported a large amount of weed for a dealer, and it was one of the scariest things I've ever done. Like it was fucking. You terrifying. are the perfect mule in that situation. No. Yeah, yeah, it, I, sure. yeah. But like, I was like, I mean, I've done some scary things. Sure. And this was one of them. I mean, my heart... I Remember you're being recorded right now. Oh, this okay. was fucking 16 yeah, years ago. I don't know. Happen. Right. Right. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was, I, was, I only drove it like 10 miles. And I mean, like, I sweat through my entire shirt. I mean, it was honestly... And I was very young, you know. Um, anyway... Don't recommend it. So it's you, very- do, so you, you not, don't want to do that again? Yeah, <laughs> now that we're talking about it, I won't be a drug runner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we could talk you out of it. <laughs> um, yeah. I have to talk about something excited that happened to me when I saw one of the Beastie Boys on the street in Silver Lake. Well, it was great. Go right ahead, Barbara. Yes. It was a week ago, and I was walking out from brunch uh, with Whitney, and like, I'm upset. Well, I'm pretty obsessed with them now but I, when I was younger they were like my favorite band ever and I'm like walking with Whitney and this guy's just next to us like holding hands with this little girl and like talking to her and kind of like being loud and I was just like whatever and I looked at his face and I was like I was like that's Adam that's Ad-Rock and Whitney's like what are you gonna do and I was like I don't know and he was walking in front of us for like two blocks and then he walked into a store and I was like Adam no <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh it was fine he, I just said Adam and he was like and he looked at me like he was gonna know me yeah yeah and I was like I'm just a big fan and he was like 
okay. <laughs> he just kept going. <laughs> the worst. No, it was fine. I did not. I did not embarrass myself. But uh, it's so weird seeing somebody we're like obsessed with just like right in front of your face for yeah. um, out of nowhere. I was like, hello. And he was all old and like dressed like a skater boy. It was adorable. It sounds about it sounds right. right. Yeah, it was really. That's what I expect a beastie to look like now. Yeah, it beastie was cute. man. Beastie right? man. Beastie old man. <laughs> That's it. It made my day. Beauty and the beastie boy. <laughs> Am I the beauty? Yeah, Barbara, you're the beauty. That's a mashup the that nobody ever asked for. Oh yeah. God. Shark Tank. <laughs> just bringing bring song mashups oh my god Barbara if anyone's gonna bring a song mashup to Shark Tank it is you I'm just gonna bring the concept of dance parties to Shark Tank do you really want to be on that show though like I, I get kind of like um, I, I feel anxious kind of watching it like I wouldn't want them like tearing me apart like that no I feel like I'd be fine yeah it depends on obviously People go there that put in like their entire lives into something, and that yeah. would be different. You know, you if would I take would, it in stride. Yeah, if I was doing that, yes, I'm sure I'd be torn apart if something happened. It's but just, I've never watched it. It's just people bringing on their inventions for a judging panel that they either invest in or don't. Right? Pretty Basically, much. that's it. Okay. Yeah. So I was a PA on uh, America's Top Inventor or America's Greatest Inventor or something, mm-hmm. which was like done by the same company that made American Idol. They should have patented that show. <laughs> <laughs> it was um, a really crazy experience because we did we did the open calls. So Oh my god. So op- everyone's just like carting yes. weird oh, wow. shit down. 80% of the inventions were bathroom inventions. Like a good, I would say, <laughs> just come so up funny. with while someone was shitting. Yeah, that's, that's what a, it is. 15% of the things were like um, new plungers for people that like regular plungers didn't work for wow. <laughs> like that i'm not even kidding there were so many electronic plungers and i was like what the fuck are you guys doing in the bathroom that you would invent your own plunger and then you would bring it to that just says a TV. lot about america and what we're eating like yeah, I know. that to be the biggest invention i mean amazing. hey squatty potties went you know went off yeah so. that's true and i mean also and they like, are a blessing that's, yeah they're I great i would like to get one I Worth it. One. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you should. That's a great sport. Yes. Hey, I know Squatty Potty's been uh, uh, sponsoring podcasts. Squatty Potty, if you're listening. Potty. Oh. I just used two LaCroix boxes. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so you could DIY. Oh, yeah, you can absolutely DIY it. It's yeah. a concept. Yeah. yeah. Squatty yeah. Potty is aware that their original product is just a white hunk of plastic in your bathroom. <laughs> right. So it's like, how willing are you to go? Like, are you sacrificing form for function here? Like, yeah. you can definitely just pile books up on either side of your shitter and just that'll work. There's yeah. lots like, there's... of ways to make cute boxes. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I mean, they are weird looking. Like Squatty when I see them in did. someone's bathroom, I'm like, this is strange. They've stepped up their designs a little bit. If you want to drop yeah. a little yeah. coin, you can get your, you, you know, like some one. color, a little mm-hmm. wood. Yeah, you can, you can style it up. But nice. oof, worth it. I like. Yeah. I really respect the ballsiness of their ad campaign. Yeah, the, the commercial with like the, the unicorn, shitting unicorn, the shitting yeah. unicorn. Um, it was just a hell of a thing. Yeah, I do like their commercial. Yeah. I have to say that I do. I, I understand the functionality of it. I appreciate it. You all probably that. you you're like vegetarian and you drink a lot of coffee though. So yeah. I don't know if you actually need. A I shit potty. like crazy all the time, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if you. Even I don't think I need it. I'm always like a gas because like I don't even have time to be on my phone. When I'm in the bathroom. You're a guest? Yeah. I'm a guest. Because Sean takes his phone and he'll like text me his crossword time from the uh, shitter. I'm like, okay. Guys, well, guys like to luxuriate. They do. I don't, I'm in and out. I'm in and out. <laughs> their shit is like, that's their equivalent of like a bubble bath they've given themselves. That's a bummer. It's their time. Yeah. Much nicer to have some oils. <laughs> yeah. In their man cave. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. Everyone go take a dump. We'll be back. Oh, God. <laughs> that was disgusting. I'm sorry. Bye. <laughs> you. 
back with Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. And we're with Caitlin Gill. Hi. I'm Caitlin. <laughs> That's right. We're going to play a little game. I did to games. To get to know you better. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. All right. So don't fuck it up. I'll try. Um, <laughs> no promises. <laughs> it's called Who, What, When, Where, Why, and here's the theme song. Who, what, where, when, who, what, where, when, who, what, where, when, who, what, where, when, why? Hey. All right. Number one, who is your favorite celebrity chef? Who is my favorite celebrity chef? Am I allowed to say my own dad? Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, my dad went to chef school and didn't worked in a restaurant for like a minute, but it's hard to be a dad and a chef because you're like, you're at work by the time your kid gets home, you're still gone when they go to bed and you're yeah. sleeping when they get up. Yeah. And he is also a dad, like from across a mall. You know, he's a dad. Got the whole <laughs> shoes with lawn clippings, got yeah. the shorts, he's got the t-shirt from my high school mock trial, he's got oh, like a so Humboldt State dad hat. Where, uh, is, where is his phone on his person? Is it on a clip or is it in a pocket? For years? Yeah. In a fanny pack. Whoa! Nice. Yeah. That he didn't even wear. He held it. So it was a purse. It's a purse, but nope, it's his pack. And he used to extol the virtues of it. Like, I I have this so handy. I just got everything I need. Yeah, it's a radical concept. But that's where I learned to cook. So that's the standard I hold every celebrity chef to. But the honest answer is Paul Hollywood and Mary Berry. Oh, oh, yeah. I bought some time with the dad thing while I thought about a chef that, I, you know, is no, good. I wa- I'm excited to hear about I I love hearing about your I want to see Paul yeah. Hollywood in a fanny. Oh, man. Yeah. I wouldn't mind. Yeah. Which, which one is Paul Hollywood? He's, Paul- uh, it's, uh, they're the Great British Bake Off oh, judges. Oh, okay. Got yeah. it, got it, got it. Yeah. That so, show is so soothing. It's like an ASMR video. Oh, it is. It is perfect. <laughs> yeah. Just the colors, mm-hmm. everyone's tone of voice is just so nice. In a field. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's the perfect level of funny where it's like, Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Oh, like One of the day. hosts drives me insane. the The girl with the short hair drives oh, yeah, me yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. crazy. But aside from that, hmm. I, I like can it. see that. I love yeah. her, and I fear that we have a lot in common. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a uh, Paul Hollywood and Mar- Mary Berry. So. Paul is like... Those are good names. They're great names. Yeah. Everything's like a so silver British. fox, basically. Yep. A bit of a cad. Yeah, Might yeah, have yeah. a little bit of a oh. reputation. Oh, but, rascal. I mean, it hasn't taken away from my appreciation of him as a chef or a judge. Wait, he, I didn't know he had a reputation. Uh, Tell us he, about Paul Hollywood. As far, hey, I'm just spreading Hollywood rumors here. <laughs> oh, shit. I wasn't there. I don't know what happened. Hosa. But a marriage recently ended, and there is some suggestion that maybe he was stepping oh, out. Infidelity. Maybe even Yikes. with the American co-host of the Bay no. I know. Whoa. Look, again, all rumor... Who knows what's actually going on? I myself cannot deny the powerful sexual chemistry between Mary and Paul, and that's all I'm choosing to focus on. <laughs> Mary's a very old lady. Mary yeah. is preciously Who? old. Uh, some childhood disease, uh, because she's old enough to have the ones that, that change your body for <laughs> oh, the rest right, of your yeah. life. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, her hand uh, is just sort of held in this... Her hand's just... It's a Bob Dole hand. She's got a Bob Dole hand. Right, right. Um, oh, okay. And it's amazing. Like, she's been baking her entire life, so hmm. it's so much fun to watch this, like, super savvy, really kind of silly and fun lady who loves to drink. Yeah. Just, like, throw together food that is hard to make, like, aspirational food. Right. All and, I like, love is her, watching ladies who love to drink Like, she, oh, yeah. she makes her the example hand, every time. It's so good. Yeah. It's so hmm. good. Uh, and I, it's just... She's got... She's all spunk, all life. She's terrific. And I love also, you know, British TV shows like real human beings, which mm-hmm. is always a refreshing thing. Yeah. And like, she's a very sure. old lady. And I remember where there's this one shot once me and my ex like rewound it to watch it over and over where they just like focused on a crumb on her like yep. little puckered mouth. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it made me laugh so, so cute. Hard. 
It's just like you don't often just see like an old lady mouth like, mm, like yum, yum, yum. crumb on That should be more represented in society. Totally. That's the reality. I agree. Yeah. I have two portraits of them that an ex gave me that I need to like, I love put that. up somewhere. That's yeah. terrific. Worth it. Yeah. But those yeah, are those good. are my favorite celebrity chefs. No bluster. Very good. All, good all talent and, you know. And not that. assholes. Patient. Yeah. yeah. Do they, you guys have? Sorry. No. They're just um, very kind. They? I have to go Ina Garden. I love Ina Garden. That's fair. I don't know who that is. She's the barefoot contestant. Oh, right, right, right. Oh. She, her recipes are, like, amazing. And I just love her, like, philosophy on hospitality and enjoying life. And hmm. Yeah, she's got a lot of good tips. She's like, a good one. I don't have a favorite. I know that I hate Bobby Flay. There you go. <laughs> with, a, with a full passion. I know who my I don't least have favorite celebrity chef is. about him. I hate him because I he had that show on Food Network where he would go to, like, a, gr- a greasy spoon joint and he'd be like I'm gonna make a high class version of your oh, food right. and then we'll see which yeah, is like, better wants that? and that is like everything that's wrong I think <laughs> yeah. as a concept for a show and he would be like he went to like one of the cheesesteak places in Philly and he made like he used like filet mignon and all these fancy cheeses and all that and he like it took like an hour to prepare this perfect cheesesteak mm-hmm. and then everyone still chose the greasy cheesesteak because <laughs> they're like Philly yeah. yeah yeah and it's also like that's what a cheesesteak is. That's yeah. what you made is not a cheesesteak. Fuck off, dude. <laughs> and I just and also I remember this one specific episode of Iron Chef where he finished his food first and he jumped up onto Morimoto's uh cutting board and it was very disrespectful. That is disrespectful. Oh, it's very disrespectful. You don't fuck with a man's cutting board. I have to say I do have a p- uh, pizza dough recipe of his that I'm like I swear by. Yeah. That's I'm fair. Sorry. I mean, it, his recipes are a separate thing. I'm not gonna, the recipes don't reflect the man. The man I have a problem with. <laughs> yeah. Right? I I flick off at the Bobby Flay restaurant in Vegas every time. Oh, I shit. Walk past it, it goes deep. Is that the deep. flame one? Yeah. I think we're divided on Bobby Flay because <laughs> I like flame. <laughs> I like um, you guys all know who I like yeah Gordon he's, Ramsay he's yeah, the Gordon. host of this show wait I'm gonna try to play this mm. fucking you guys are not gonna know this show oh fuck <laughs> this intro is so stupid Hell, hell, yeah! <laughs> that is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my there's like a big fake. There's a big fake spider and shit. It's really dumb. Oh, no. It's dumb. It's face. really bad. Because there's a big fake spider that walks through a hotel and a tiger, and you're like, "What is that? What hotel it. is this?" No, I love it. <laughs> He, so does he, does he just do that for all different businesses now? He the hotel hell did not last very long. Oh no, I, he's mostly just a food guy. Yeah. yeah. Do you think he? How how do him and Anthony Bourdain cross or interact? Uh, they're different. I mean, Anthony Bourdain is more of like a tastemaker. But do you think they like each other, or do you think um, that they would be like yeah? At, like, I think they probably would like, each, would like other. each other quite a bit. Okay. Yeah, I think they would love to share a Cuban. I don't know. Enough about either <laughs> one. Cigar of them. sandwich. They're both straight, straight shooters. Yeah, so straight I mean, shoot. And they're both like that kind of like man who's very much trying to be a silver fox and mm. kind of is. I think they're both pulling off. <laughs> I, I know. I was I was giving everyone else the benefit of the doubt because I find Anthony Bourdain very attractive. Yeah. Um, Something. Right? Something in he's there. he's kind of a dick and I like that. Yeah. But not a bad person. But not a bad – he's different. a perfect yeah, – yeah. Probably not. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think Anthony is. <laughs> I don't think know. Gordon is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Caitlin. What is your favorite section of the newspaper? <laughs> um, oof. Probably oh, – 
pull up your thing. Oh, yeah. Time. Sorry. Excuse me. Favorite section in the newspaper is honestly the comics. Mm, I mean, yeah. that's a lame answer. I feel like that's cheating. Uh, no, I love the comics. But otherwise, world news, because I like to worry about things that are far, far away from me and totally out of my control. Okay. Um, and yeah, I, I studied politics for a few years and then didn't work in the field. So it's nice to stay abreast from afar. Yeah. Does it um, how, Does it stress you out sometimes? Staying oh, super yeah. well read on that stuff. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It always has, but it got particularly bad. I did sure. not thrive in the Bush years, right? Uh, so yeah. this has been a this new era is certainly a challenge. I'm a little bit ahead of the game and I've taken care of myself better. Just being aware that this stuff will drive me nuts. Yeah. Whether I mean, and it's uh, I recognize the flaw. Like it's good hearted, and that I think you know bad things are going to happen to good people because of these kind of policies or mm-hmm. you know what's going on but that's also me from afar deciding for someone else what their life should be so like i try to hold some balance that like mm-hmm. i can't fix you know if if this is the way people think that it needs to be to lift them up i totally disagree i think that they are acting against their own <laughs> self-interest right um but I, you know, you're sort of powerless against that. I did not do well as a with a political career. I'm the wrong kind of sensitive. What was your original intention? Politically? Campaign manager. Really? Interesting. Oh man, the movie War Games had a profound influence on my life. Oh uh, wow, for huh. sure. Uh, so I was I was raised by like radical lefties. My mom had an FBI file from protesting. She's a pastor. Awesome. She went up living in Mexico for almost 20 years doing stuff. That wow. was cool. Um, Whoa. She sent me to here's the here's where I came from. She sent me to school uh, in 1987 in a little black armband uh, in solidarity with those suffering in El Salvador. Um, that is heady to explain to your classmates. <laughs> wow. You just want to know if you want to trade a ding dong for a Twinkie. Like they yeah, are exactly. It's a little bit much. Um, How do you spell El Salvador? <laughs> yeah, that is another. Yeah, what do you? That's is that a place or a food? Is the kind yeah. of question you get from second grade classmates. Um, wow. But yeah, I. Uh, just hyper aware and extra sensitive and pretty sure that I was right. And those aren't uh, good qualities to take in. Politics is one in increments. If you have a victory, it came in tiny pieces over a long time. And I was not well suited to that mm. uh, because yeah. it's also always compromise. I worked for the perks. I had the same job. Uh, this is a ridiculous brag because mm. I think we can already see that the trajectories of these two lives are very different. <laughs> but I left college with the same job Obama left college with going to be a perg organizer. Uh, and I flamed out so fast because what the pergs do... Uh, is find a win that they don't have to compromise to get, which means that win is so narrow Mm -hmm. that it is difficult to... For me, it was challenging to deal with. And sometimes they fucking nail it. Like picking the right tiny thing to change to change everything. Like seatbelts and lemon laws effectively Mm -hmm. changing all of our lives in cars. But when I'm standing in a mall getting spit at by people, holding a clipboard at them, desperate to get them to sign a petition so cruise boats have to go an extra thousand yards away from shore before they dump (laughs) crap into the ocean, it's like, I'm not sure this is the one. I don't know (laughs) that this is the change that's going to unlock magic. I don't think this is it. Uh, I had no patience for enduring the tiny steps it takes to actually make change. So I'm so impressed by the people who do and really admire the people with the fortitude to make that their life. Um, Seriously. Oh, yeah. That takes a lot of – yeah, I guess you You just have to really believe in, like, the bigger – can I? Uh, it's just mildly tangential, but I had a chance to peek at the Mister Rogers documentary that is about mm. to be available everywhere because it's not. It's great and it's going to be huge. Um, yeah. yeah, and uh-huh. no spoilers certainly. Yeah. Uh, but 
there's nothing to spoil. I can also yeah. tell you that. Yeah, it's yeah. exactly what you think it is, and it is wonderful. It is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's so important to remember that he is a Republican Christian. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm struggling with that in this kind of day and age stuff as I read the newspaper, circling back to why we're actually talking about this in the first place, that yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't want to hate people I disagree with. Yeah. Right. I, some of them can be really beautiful people that just yeah. see a different path toward the same thing. And what we value is the same thing, so we will patiently figure out a path together. Mm-hmm. But, like... It's so hard to remember that the people we disagreed with used to be fucking Mr. Rogers. Like, you know, that's the one of the most decent human beings. Mm -hmm. That's still a level of decency I try to aspire to. So I don't get to think that everybody is a shithead that doesn't think like I do. But I feel like that right now. So I have to back away from the news sometimes. I try to remember, like, I mean, because I think what bothers me so much is so much of like the tribalism that's going on right now so i try to apply that Definitely. to myself and it's like this is what's disturbing me so much so i'm actually trying to take it as a lesson to always be skeptical of any kind of tribe or of any yeah. kind mm-hmm. of group and to try to you know maintain my critical thinking skills mm-hmm. uh that said mr rogers always creeped me out as a child yeah <laughs> i'm serious really yeah because he was on right after sesame street and i loved sesame street and i remember he would come on after and like i still wanted to keep watching tv but he always kind of and i know that i'm sure the documentary is great and i'm sure he's sure, a lovely sure. person but as a kid he kind of just rubbed me the wrong way hmm his voice and like it was a little too well it's hard to go from the sesame street puppets to the mr roger puppets that's a it's very a huge big difference in uh, quality yeah. he's also so patient that yeah. the pace of like even other educational shows like if you tried to jump from like three two one contact which is yeah. like here's math really fast it's yeah, like yeah. you know watching him feed his fish while he just stares at the camera <laughs> yeah. where he is intentionally trying to affect a child's life mm-hmm. by giving that child a moment of quiet you know, if you're a kid who's like, no, I'm here for TV. Like, the, why is yeah, this old man staring at me always feeding my fish? That makes sense. It's, I mean, the gap he was trying to close between what kids normally get fed in entertainment and what he believed would be a good idea was really wide. How did he get started in that? Was he like a performer before that or what was he? No, uh, kind of sweet. He was like studying to be a pastor, but recognized that children's education was really important to him. So he studied that with this lady he really respected and like hmm. developed his first shows were kind of this like curriculum that he developed more in life than in a subject. Uh, so that he just like had a really deep understanding of children's education and was very passionate about it, which now is a creepy sentence because the world is bad. You know, yeah. he's yeah, an yeah. old man who cared deeply about children. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. It is too bad that that kind of, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did he have kids of his own? Yeah. He did? Okay, yeah. well, that makes a little more sense. And they talked yeah. to his kids and his wife. It's interesting what they keep. I mean, it's great. Take a look at it when you find it because it'll excited. be out soon. Uh, but it did yeah. get me thinking uh, why I'm so crazy reading the paper and why the comics are the only relief I get because mm-hmm. I don't well, want to feel that comics. kind of anger. And I would like to go back to the time, I mean, or I'd like to move toward a time where the people I disagree with aren't monsters, Mm -hmm. but could indeed be good people. That'd be nice. Absolutely. Oh my God. I mean, at this point, I can't imagine that. (laughs) But it's real. It used to be there. And it can't be. It's still there. I think it is still there to a certain, I think it is still there. Well, and you got to take people individually too. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I do, I mean, I'm talking about, you know. Sure. On a big scale. The main monsters in charge. Obviously. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. That would be a funny TV show. The main monsters in charge. (laughs) Monsters in charge. (laughs) Also, my favorite section of the paper is definitely the comics because I have a tattoo of Calvin and Hobbes and I allowed a few comics to be high. Like just incredibly. uh, I let him in. I let him in hard. Which one is it? 
Uh, it's just Calvin and Hobbes. Uh, I got one when I was 20 with my mom and another one when I was 30, also with my mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have one in the kind of the middle of my back where they're like hugging, kind of laying down. And then two on the sides where they're like dancing, little dance moves. Oh, Cute. That's cool. Calvin and Hobbes was definitely, I, it wasn't one that I was into, but I have a lot of friends that have like a deep connection with the. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. hot. I mean, I it's a classic. Yeah. 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 I loved Calvin. The best was like when you were a kid, just like curling up in a beanbag chair with a Calvin and Hobbes book you hadn't read before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I tore through them once I found them. Uh, and yeah, they were important. I used to read Archie comics, and so I'm having a hard. Everyone loves Riverdale, and I just mm. like am ha- really having a hard time. I just watched all with of it. it. I can't. It's, I just <laughs> feel weird about it. I think I, I might love it. I think I would too if it wasn't Archie. I was like, could you just have made a TV, a teen TV show, and not have it right. been this? It's just weird to me. Season one is very good. Uh, season two, they'll do they, drugs they or were, something. Well, no, they were rushed. It was oh. like definitely like they needed they needed like another month to really figure some stuff out because the characters are just kind of brought it a little. It's weird because everyone's also jacked, right? In a way that I I'm at an age now where I don't like watching ripped high schoolers, and I know <laughs> yeah. that they're like on TV where I'm just like, I this is uncomfortable for me. Right, this is, right. I think I've aged out of this particular thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just it's so weird that they did that. Like, yeah. What I I was joking with somebody. Oh, I called myself an Archie purist. So kill me right now, please, (laughs) for the love of God, kill me. Um, And then I was like, what am I? Should I like write a Polly Pocket one? And I was like, oh, it's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. Polly Pocket. That's cute. Was teen drama. What was the boy one? Is it Mad Max? Was that? Was that? No, 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 not Mad Max. but they, it was like the po- the boy version of yeah, Polly Pocket. Yeah, it was something Max. Something, Mighty Max. Mighty, something Mighty, like that. Yeah, Mighty yeah. Max. Those were cool. Not to be confused with Micro Machines. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, Riverdale's like, it's it's good. Jughead is a very fun character. Um, yeah, I just... I like what they did with him a lot. It's just weird. Everyone um, tells me I love it because it's kind of shitty. Jason Priestley is in it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is he... Is he... Um, Dylan? Who was no, he? No, that's Brandon. He's Brandon. Brandon. I've never watched 90210. <laughs> no, Jason Pre. But you're talking about the wrong one. It's not Jason Priestley. It is Dylan. Yeah, it's Luke Perry. Oh, Luke Perry. Oh, Luke Perry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's Luke Perry. I literally don't. I literally don't know. I like that you're watching the credits and you still. <laughs> that's said. hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skeet Ulrich is in it. Skeet Ulrich is very good. He plays Jughead's dad. Oh, he disappeared. <laughs> I I was talking to Brendan about that yesterday because he's a very good actor. He's very attractive, and he's got like a really like interesting thing that he brings to roles and my theory in Ski Ulrich is especially with everything that's happening he didn't do something mm. that somebody wanted him to do and that would was, make sense yeah. yeah and that's like reason he doesn't have a bigger career it's my, it's my theory on Skeet Ulrich just throw oh it I out think there. he'll find his moment now that Johnny Depp has found himself less castable that yeah. is a really good point and I'm we are ready for the poor man's Johnny Depp I, yes. welcome back <laughs> pass the baton pass the baton yeah, yeah just CGI I, him into all the Johnny yeah seriously sure. he can be like how Michelle Pfeiffer was Sandy and Grease too there you go yeah he deserves it. Mm-hmm. I loved him in the first screen movie. Yes, of course. Yeah, he was great in that movie. Of course. Pretty yeah. darn funny. Yeah, big fan since then. Okay, okay, let's do this one last cue. When is it okay to flip someone off? Anytime you fucking want. <laughs> yeah. Why would you stop? I love a finger. <laughs> I mean, I do it. I do it. Often. I do often? it. Uh, what, when do I feel like somebody deserves it? I, uh, I'm a, uh, I don't have a lot of road rage until I'm a pedestrian. Mm. Yeah. But uh, if your car turns right in front of me, I'm going to fucking kick it. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to hit and punch your car until you're scared. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been so satisfied watching people like fishtail and fear away from me. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, that, that'll learn a flip off for me. Uh, I don't know. 
I think it's just a convenient way to let someone know that you did something rude and I saw it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think I I think it's inappropriate to initiate a flip off out of anger. It is a responsive act, not yeah. a not an initiative one in my mind. For me, that's how yes, I use I it. I agree. Yeah, it's not yeah. I don't offer it as a fuck you. I respond yeah. to something with a fuck you. I offer it as a fuck you. There is a planned parenthood half a mile away from here oh, and sure. the protesters there when I drive by, I do roll my window down and flip them off. Yeah, oh, that's in God. response. Yeah, yeah that yeah. is that's a response. That's true. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. probably my main source of I like a, the I like a friendly fuck you. I do have a thing where if, if I'm in, if I'm with like a group of people and if I make eye contact with somebody that hasn't like said anything in a while, I'll just give them a tiny bird. Mm. And it's just real fun just to be like, "Hey, like you over there." What's up? I see. Just make them laugh. Yeah. Did that last night at a bar. It's fun. I'm into I it. It's I uh, it's endearing. Mm-hmm. I definitely get I'm trying to like be more patient with stuff this year including like driving and just like give yourself enough time so therefore you yeah. aren't rushing and therefore you don't have road rage or whatever um but i did like i was i was ta- talked to texting while i was driving shouldn't do that blah 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 we all do it and i like got road rage while i was texting my friend so it caught my like tirade on the text <laughs> and it's really funny it was like did you text him? You fucking bitch. Get the fuck out of my way. Fuck you. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> so I was like, oh boy. It's like weird when you see it laid out in text yeah. Yeah. how bad it is. Honestly, like driving for a lift for a while really calmed down, calmed yeah. me down because it was like it, when there's somebody in the car, you just got to be chill. Mm-hmm. And then also it was like, oh, I'm on somebody else's time. It just slowed me down as a driver just in general. And like has just it changed the way I drive. I'm a much better driver yeah, now I'm after trying having to done just that for a while. Be, it's like because you're really not going to save much time or you know what I mean? Yeah. No. Or you're going to be you're like, really not. just deal with it. The way but, I look at it is so you listen to one more song. Yeah, right. That's honestly <laughs> that's the, the only difference. Most amount of time different, even if yeah, you're like yeah. riding everyone's ass. And right. it's like, who gives a shit? Yeah. yeah. One more song. It's like you can bust ass and knock three minutes off your waist time, you know? And it's like, all right, three minutes yeah, isn't going to make like, or break anything. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Chill out. But I, we'll see. if I, I mean, it's hard to not do that. <laughs> we'll if see. you cut me off, though, I will oh, flip yeah. you off. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. That's just satisfying. Yeah. I don't want to hold on to that rage. Mm-hmm. I'm no, going to clench, clench my fist into a ball, and then I'm going to release the rage through the tip of do my middle finger. Do you do a horn That's or good. just a flip? Not if I'm in a residential neighborhood. I try yeah. not to do oh, it if there's like pedestrians or people. Like There's just too many. I don't want to make 50 drivers flick their head around and all miss each other. Right, right, right. Yeah. I try to not. It's a good idea. Yeah. Again, a horn is a response. I will honk in a busy area if it's like, hey, you're about to... Well, yeah, you're well, about to. For. You need to alert yeah. someone. But yeah. it, again, like the you when you need it, you mm-hmm. can use it. An aggressive honk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Freeway, abandoned, like a you know country road. I'm gonna mm-hmm. fucking honk at you. Country road. <laughs> but, yeah. Country roads are made for honking. <laughs> that's true. Absolutely. So true. <laughs> These roads are made, made for honking. honking. And that's just what we'll do. We'll see you guys in a little bit. One second. <laughs> I'm Tess. I'm Barbara. I'm Brandy. I'm here with Caitlin. Ah. Let's answer some advice. You Let's got give Q's. Some advice. We got A's. Yeah. yeah. Roll it. Lady. Lady problems. Lady. Lady problems. Lady problems. Do you have them? Lady problems. Do you have them? People have them. 
If you have lady problems, send them to ladytolady at maximumfun.org. Okay. Hey, ladies. First of all, let me tell you, I recently discovered the show and love having a podcast where I can listen to funny ladies shoot shit on my commute. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. Oh, my, oh my God. God. We love you. <laughs> the number of times I've told my roommate, OMG, guess what tested now <laughs> within a one-month period is in real. Hell, yeah. <laughs> anyway, on my problem. I'm a 25-year-old gay man. I've never had a relationship that lasted more than a month, which I attribute to the fact that I'm picky, and if I don't see a future, I'll cut things off quick. Lately, i found myself on dates with older guys in their early 40s. I've always gotten along with people a little older than me, and I really fall for these guys. However, I find it hard to commit to someone 15 years older than me because I find myself thinking, what happens down the road when they die 15 years before me, and I'm alone and old? <laughs> I don't think wanting children is holding me back because I'm fairly on the fence about that anyway, and I'm conflicted on how I would have kids ethically as a gay man. I'd rather have my own, but adoption feels more ethical. I'm really just worried about longevity of my potential partner. Am I just overthinking things? Should I give a guy yes, who's 15 years sorry, older than me a shot if I really like him dating in Dallas? Uh, yeah, dude. Yeah. For sure. Go for it. I mean, because the thing is, anyone could die. Yeah. At any time. At Absolutely. Any point. Yeah. And it sounds like maybe you, uh, when you start thinking about something big in your life, you project it way into the future. Mm. Like you're going from date to dying together, which right. is <laughs> not yes. a bad thing to do. A lot of people, you know, sort of think through their lives and plan that way. But that can also be kind of disruptive to what's happening to you right in the moment. Yeah. Uh, and I don't, I think 40s to 20s offers some challenges. I'm in a relationship. I'm eight years older than my partner. Um, I think there's other more present things that you can focus on to make sure your relationship is strong if you do have an age gap, because it's something that'll come up and you should just be prepared to talk about it like it's not a problem. It's just something that exists within your relationship. Mm -hmm. Every relationship's going to have something. Maybe it's sure. money. Maybe mm -hmm. it's that you live far apart. Maybe it's, you know, that you like different food. Whatever it is, you're going to have something that's a challenge that you talk about forever. So... You know, if you have a significant age difference with your partner, that's something you can expect to be managing in your relationship. Not even bad. It's just something yeah. that you're interpersonally going to work on. Uh, so don't even worry about that. If mm -hmm. it's a good relationship, then it'll be good and you'll work through that part of it positively. Uh, and yeah, your potential partner uh, could totally die. Uh, they could outlive you. Uh, you could die and then leave them all alone. Yeah. So instead of running all those so scenarios out in your no. mind mm -hmm. yeah. until you drive yourself bonkers, mm -hmm. um, just focus on the moment and take the challenges as they come instead of inventing the ones that aren't there yet. It'll also keep your head up when maybe you shouldn't be in that relationship. Yeah. You know, if you're thinking about whether or not he's going to die before you, you're not thinking about whether or not he knows how you like your eggs. And that might mm -hmm. be a more important question uh, in the moment. Yeah. Staying present, man. Yeah. It's a bitch and it's the answer to so many problems. Mm -hmm. But whenever I hear someone worried about a future that's far, far away and they're inventing it anyway, it's like maybe let's come back around to uh, first base where we are because yeah. a home run is stay right here. That's I not where we're at. I think I couldn't agree more. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, 100%. Yeah. As someone who also does that, um, and the, uh, yeah, I think that prevents me from getting to know people or letting anything last too long. Cause I'm like, Oh, I don't see this working out. But, and a lot of times that's just instinct where it's like, well, our chemistry isn't right or something. Mm -hmm. But I do think that it's a way of protecting yourself from commitment that mm -hmm. you're doing. Cause that's, I don't know. That's what I do. Uh, that you have to kind of examine. So maybe it's about looking at yourself and saying like, why am I scared of, Am I scared of commitment? Like, what does that mean? Where does that come from? And trying to, like, kind of work on that as well. I mean, obviously, I mean, as everyone is afraid of loss, I mean, that's if you're, of yes. course, a very sure. universal fear. So, obviously, that's something that you're thinking about because as soon as you fall for somebody, mm -hmm. your first thought is, oh, my God, about when they die. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. actually a pretty common thought, I think, when you really have feelings for someone. Yeah. But the, with everything, with all of it, it's all just day by day. 
All mm-hmm. you can, all of it is. So, like, if you're happy today, mm-hmm. hang out and don't even fucking trip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, like, the robot revolution is coming and maybe you guys can get some Peter Thiel blood transfusion shit. That's not going to fucking <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anything's possible. Like, are you okay if his head is in a jar in the future? Because <laughs> okay. Just means a shelf yeah. on the fridge is taken up. Yes. But otherwise, yeah. Are you okay mm-hmm. getting head from a head in a jar? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Barbara, I heard a little of this in the letter. And, Barbara, Sorry. you might do this too. Ladies, mm-hmm. maybe this is something you have also done, Tess and Brandy. But uh, I heard a little something at the beginning where if you feel like things aren't working out, you kind of just. Yeah, you're the, you're gone. Yep. Yeah. Uh, if you're the type who uh, gets a crush in pictures throwing roses on the dropping casket, uh, <laughs> yeah, I get it. I bet you might do something that I do that I have struggled to not do and I'm getting better at. Uh, maybe uh, once you sense a problem, you just light the bridge on fire and fucking run. That mm-hmm. um, I've had those kind of fights and I've had to learn through good friendships that you can have a fight and then it ends and then you're mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And that'll reduce your fear of conflict. The more confident you are that you'll find a resolution, the better you get at conflict and the mm-hmm. less you fear it. And then the less you fear it, the better you get at it. Yeah. And the last fight I had with my girlfriend uh, was exactly this. I said, hi, I'm having some feelings of resentment because I feel like there have been specifically dishes left and it's mm-hmm. just kind of taken for granted that I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. I said, I have a feeling that that's not justified and I'm missing things that you're up to. And mm-hmm. she's like, yeah, I did just empty the cat box and I took out the trash because it was totally full all day. And it's, I said, thank you. And that was the end of the fight. Wow. In the past, that would have been me being like, I would have started with, you take me for fucking granted. Right. There's nothing that right. you value. You don't value my time. You yeah. don't value me. And yeah. because I've, she has been so patient and we've worked together, um, I can now identify my own feelings, say, I know they're probably not right because they're all out of whack. Let's yeah. get back to the same page. Yeah. And it's only because I worked on that instinct of like, once there's a fight, we're over. And I don't know if you do that, writer, but yeah. I saw a couple things in common that we might have and that might be another one. Mm. So the next time you have a fight, if you're with somebody and you're having a good time and you feel a conflict arise and you think maybe this is the time to cut and run, maybe slow down and decide if that's the case. Mm-hmm. Maybe let a fight happen and see if there's a positive resolution because that's like the coolest thing a couple can do. Well, yeah. and I think a fear of conflict actually... In many ways, it makes fights worse, but because For sure. you're trying to avoid the fight, trying to avoid the fight. So what happens is you just have this by yourself fight in oh your my head, God. where yeah. like by the yeah. time you actually say something, you've gotten like chapters of this whole invented <laughs> argument that yeah. you've already had. Whereas if you just 100%. had an honest conversation when it was first happening, oh mm-hmm. my God, there's nothing like fighting with somebody in your head. You're driving, and you're like, well, you. Were- <laughs> I have scripts in draft form that need to be finished, but yeah. the full movies that I have written that are the fights that I would have with the people I love the most. The phantom thread is playing in my head every fucking day. Yeah. (laughs) But I think think what's happening with him is I don't even think he's getting to a point where he has a conflict. I think he's just like, oh, there's one thing off about this person. I'm done. I just wonder if there's that same thing that once you sense something like that, you just you light the bridge on fire and you don't have to do that every time. So I'm inferring, but I feel like those two kind of thoughts are connected. They're both about staying a little bit more present. Yeah. Um, But that might be... That might be a good trick. Don't even trip about the age thing, especially with dudes. Not to be like that, but I'm also, but also a lesbian, and it makes a fucking difference. Mm-hmm. There's, yeah. it, For some reason, those age gaps are just like, kind of more common, mm-hmm. and I'm going to say it, we do a better job of managing them. They are less yeah. creepy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but keep an eye out. Make sure you remain financially mm-hmm. independent as long as you want. Make sure you have support in that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those are the kind of things that your partner who is older than you should be kind and responsible mm-hmm. about, not making you... Uh, if you find yourself dependent on someone who is older than you, you should take a very close look at that situation, what mm-hmm. their intentions are, and what you actually want. That's oh, yeah, my only that's heads up. Point. In a 20-year in a gap, that's the only thing I would say. Right. Yeah. Your independence should be 
valuable to your partner. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hold out for that. And I you know, you're 25. It's like, it's, yeah. I feel like. Girl, you're going to change. He might also be in that. Cause like early twenties, you really aren't dating people in their thirties and forties. But I think there is a shift that happens to you like in your mid twenties mm-hmm. where you do kind of, especially for men, for women, it happens, I think even a little bit earlier, but like mm-hmm. in your mid twenties, there, it, there is kind of a difference between your mid and late twenties. And it's a little bit less weird to date people that are in their thirties and forties. For sure. You've lived in the world a little bit so you start to understand oh this life yeah, isn't I mean, as foreign to me think yeah. about every year of like in my late mm-hmm. 20s i exp- grew exponentially you know yeah absolutely and, but i think like 25 totally makes sense to be scared of commitment and as i, I mm-hmm. said i identify with you in that way in that i'm more patient with everything in my life than i was back then and mm-hmm. so like I'm more patient with giving relationships a shot as well, where it's yeah. not just like, oh, it all ha- I have to figure it all out right this fucking second, what? which is so easy to do. Mm-hmm. And I think 25 is about the time when I started being like, oh, my life isn't going to be exactly the way that I've always thought it was going yes. to be. And you start being like, oh, I need to give a little bit and understand that like the path that I have set, that I have set without any sort of external stimulus is the way that it's going to be. It's like, no, I need to that's part of growth is being like, no, this isn't exactly the thing that I'm going to get. I have more skills than I thought I did when I was 18. I have like different things that I love and you have to let yourself move in those different directions. And, yeah. and that's being present. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. all just being present. Absolutely. Like let go of your like super crazy rich ideas about the future mm-hmm. and just, yeah, just go for it. And I, I mean, can't for sure. And, and commitment yeah. inside a relationship. I've been told that this is both wise and me being totally condescending. And I think that both <laughs> takes are correct. Yeah. But my girlfriend and I are super committed. We moved in really fast. Lesbians. We have a mm-hmm. dog together. Traditional lesbian wedding ring. Yeah. <laughs> I know. We are locked and loaded. I'm very fortunate. I feel yeah. lucky. It's a relationship I put work into every day. Mm-hmm. I recognize the value of it. I know that we live like we're married. We will probably get married. That mm-hmm. makes sense. But I have said that I don't want to marry her until she is the same age I was when we met. Mm. I met her when she was about 25 and I was 32. Mm-hmm. And those years were so huge for me that I want to protect them for her. Yeah. And that is fucking condescending. She is a grown ass woman. She is right. so much more grown than I am in so many respects that if she knows what she wants, she knows it right now. Yeah. But I know that these years were so important to me that I'm trying to be a, uh, trying to be a good partner mm-hmm. and hold on to her loosely, wanting to know that this is always here for her. If this is her home, then let's make a home. Mm-hmm. But like, I was if I had something that I felt like was holding me back in those years, I wouldn't get to be where I am at 37. Mm-hmm. And I want you know, I feel like that time, those eight years together. When, you know, we make that decision, our lives are already pointing in that direction. It's not going to change everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Does she want to get married right now? Uh, she's like, uh, she wants to know that this is a, a long-term right. commitment. Right. She is hardwired that way. Mm-hmm. But the history of marriage in both of our families means that we're both like, ah, pff, whatever. Like, it's right. the, yeah. nothing sacred. Nobody taught us that. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, we're, mm-hmm. we're whatever on that. Uh, yeah. But it's it's just important to me before that you'd make that commitment official that you get to live a little bit of your life and i think that's kind of what i was saying when you find a partner that is older than you that you connect with they should value the years you have between them mm-hmm. recognize that your life mm-hmm. experience is different and that's something you can share together but the time of your life 
between 25 and 45, when you, you know, you're, you're growing, mm-hmm. uh, should your partner should value and respect that time. doesn't yeah. have to look like I did. Cause again, I'm a little condescending about it. I think it's also smart, but mm-hmm. in some way or form, you should feel like that time is important to your partner. Not all time you give to everyone is important. Totally. I mean, any mm-hmm. human time you take from someone that you respect, hopefully you respect what you've mm-hmm. taken, which is time they'll never get back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately. As we all know, sometimes your time gets burned away by a fucking monster. Oh my god, the other night. Uh, did you guys watch The Shape of Water? No, Not yet. Not yet. Hot fish. It's so good. Yeah, but I love Game of the Toro. Yeah. Yeah. So I watched it with Sean, and we're in bed, and he was like, yeah, it's just weird. I mean, it's not a huge bit, but he was like, it's weird that she was, like, attracted to the monster. And I was like, eh, sometimes you fuck a monster. <laughs> and then, like, there was, like, a couple moments of silence, and I was just like, good night. Sometimes <laughs> 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 you fuck a monster. Turn over. See you later. <laughs> Perfect. I think that's great. No, I think that's yeah. really commendable. I don't think it's condescending. It's beautiful, because yeah. you're right. Like, she should know, you know, it's, I mean, when do we, we don't ever finish becoming who we are no. obviously. I know what she was saying but also I just think like if she is that's why I asked if she wanted to because I think if she's expressing that she would rather not I mean if if she did I would totally listen uh, yeah. but as it is she uh, I don't know if she care. like I don't know if she's like gee thank you honey for caring about right. my top boy you sure are wise but it's like yeah, <laughs> yeah you know what if it and you know mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think the important thing for me to do is show my commitment, whether or not it's about a marriage thing. So I think yeah. she knows, hopefully, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what I'm doing is showing her that, like, I'm all in. I'm in. Yeah, I just... like, if you're going to get married, that'll be for the rest of your life anyway. So it doesn't really matter exactly. when you yeah, do it's it. Not, there's there's no I feel rush. about marriage. It shouldn't yeah. be. Yeah. It's so interesting to watch, especially women in their 20s get married. Her sister's... Uh, she, two of your sisters can get married in the same month if they're half sisters. Listen, family trees are Whoa, weird. But I wow. went to a couple of weddings. Yeah. One of her sisters is older, closer to my age, marrying a long-term partner. And the mm-hmm. ceremony was so simple and beautiful, and the day was just so easy. Yeah. And her younger sister who got married, it was also a beautiful day, mm-hmm. but the stress level was just so much higher. Everything was kind of a photo op. It was all sort of about what it was supposed to be, mm-hmm. yeah. because those kids just haven't had time. Mm-hmm. Like, their life, the flow of their life meant that this was a huge interruption. It's like a, a wave crashing. Instead of just a like a river's flow, uh, but I also yeah. think it does. I think it is such an individual totally. Thing. I mean, I know couples who have been together since they were like fourteen who still seem super duper happy and have yep. like a really wonderful life together. So like, I think there. While that is all very true, and like there is this very formative age where this stuff happens in your twenties, I think there are people and couples that just find each other very young or people who oh, find yeah. their partner very young. So mm-hmm. I think it's easy to superimpose your own experience. Like I needed that. That's so absolutely what that. I was doing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I also was, I mean, yeah. I just know, even if this was, I, I hope it's a marriage. Like it, I want it yeah. to be the right choice for them and I want it to bring them happiness. I mm-hmm. also know watching people choose that to do at different times in their life with a relationship that's more seasoned versus a relationship that's like young, but they have faith in it. Mm-hmm. Both of those are really beautiful. Mm-hmm. But one of them is stepping into the unknown and the mm-hmm. other is continuing down your path. And right. neither one yeah. of those is a bad choice. They yeah, just yeah. are different. They're yes. different ways yes. to think about or approach marriage. Both right. are pretty cool. Yeah. Totally. Absolutely. Says the reformed polyamorist who's now committed into a monogamous relationship. Listen, we all change. <laughs> Polyamory is the vegan of fucking. You know, I never even tried it. I was never in like a throuple, really. Uh, but like I did, uh, I had a little bit of time to peek into what non-monogamy is like and fucking go for it. It's the coolest if you can pull it off. Just be prepared for a whole lot of communication. There's nothing easy about it. There's so going to be a lot talking. of text. I got to like get talking. into a regular thing first before I even... 
Yeah. Think about fucking two people. Totally. Yeah. 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 It's a yeah. lot. Yeah. It, it is. It's almost like um, like being really into Star Wars or something. It's like, almost like you're in like two relationships yeah. at once. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't have time for. I don't yeah. either. But God bless the... I mean, the people that do it, that love it. God bless them. You know. I mean, some people have time for tennis. Some people have time for polyamory. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I hope we. Uh, good luck out there. Just have some patience, and it'll yeah. it'll be fine. Totally. Yeah. Have uh, fun. Yeah. Make sure you're having fun. Yeah. Caitlin, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, at Robot Caitlin on Twitter, at Caitlin is Tall on Instagram, because I'm tall. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, com has updated scheduling information if you want to catch one of my hot live performances. Hell yeah. Get out there and see her. She's so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I'm pretty all right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, thank you for doing the show. Hey, yeah. thanks for having me. Ladies are great. And you Aww. have rad listeners. So thanks, ladies and, and lady to lady listeners out there. Yeah. <laughs> thank yeah. you, guys. And uh, have a good week. If you know what? We haven't said this in a while. If you haven't left us a review yet, go leave us one oh, on geez. iTunes. It's five stars. Yeah, five stars. It. it helps a lot. If you don't have to say it, I'll say it. Five stars. Yeah. If you have another yeah, review, right. tell it to your friends. Five Nobody stars. needs to hear it on Hell the internet. Yeah. Just go send your five star review. <laughs> That's all you need. Perfect. We appreciate it. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys. <laughs> Gross. Can't get enough of us? Subscribe to our Patreon for exclusive bonus content, access to our first 100 episodes, and more. Go to patreon.com slash lady to lady now to sign up. As little as a dollar a month keeps a roof over the glam cave and keeps you laughing, even when your coworkers stare. That's patreon.com slash lady to lady. And don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at lady to lady comedy. Join our Facebook group, Lady to Lady Podcasts, to chat with other fans about episodes or even post your own lady problems. Check out our website, ladytoladycomedy.com, for show notes, videos, and merch. And duh, follow our individual accounts, Babs Gray, Brandazzle, and Testify Barker for jokes and info and where you can see us perform live. And if you want to send us snacks, stickers, or a lock of your own hair, I don't know, whatever, our P.O. Box is 412-794-Los Angeles, California, 90041. And please, leave us a review on iTunes, but only if you like us. We love you. We love you. Bye. 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 Bye.